Listener Production. Coming up for your Monday edition of Footy Talk, we are going to pump up the pies, get to the bottom of what's going on with the roof being opened and closed at Marvel, look forward to a blockbuster Friday night footy, and we make a stance against racism, cut it out. This is the Footy Talk podcast coming up next. Yes, hello and welcome to Footy Talk for your Monday, 24th of July, if you can believe that. We are wrapping up round 19 and maybe having a little look forward to a blockbuster in round 20. As always on a Monday, I am joined by the star of your screens, Miss Abby Holmes. Good morning. Thank you very much for waiting for me today. And You've I... just got back from France and Jamaica. Well, from Sydney to watch France uh, and Jamaica last okay. night in the, the FIFA Women's World Cup. It was a, a good vibe. There was Who 40... won? Yeah, nil all. So unfortunately, there wasn't a goal scored. <laughs> but still, incredible atmosphere. I think there was 40-odd thousand there. Just the whole World Cup vibe, it's blowing me away. And we're only, what, nearly a week in? Not I even. saw the Jamaican girls going through the security at the airport on Saturday morning, there which was fun. Absolute. I just love everything about their outfits. They were cool. And they all had puffer jackets on. Not sure they're enjoying <laughs> the Melbourne climate as much as you would be over there in Barbados. Uh, as I welcome... The man to my left. Now, Abs, mm. this is the number one man in so many areas, but soon to be, I believe, mm. with an opening, the number one chief executive footballing writer at Channel 7, Mr. Wow. Jay-Z. Thank you. Thank you. Lewis Martin is calling me right now. Lewis, I can't talk. I've got to do this amazing <laughs> podcast with these two fine champions, so I'll get to my latest uh, career move in, in a second. Uh, but it's great to be here. Sam Kerr, she spent the oh. past week in a hyperbaric chamber. And what were you like in a hyperbaric chamber? Dale, because you've got so much energy and boundless enthusiasm. How could you possibly be trapped in a small space? Did you ever do that? I did it, but I think by the time I was doing them, they were the big ones. They weren't the little one-seaters. It was like a larger area oh, we just sat in. You got a whole room? Yeah, a bigger one. Was that still tough for you? Could you sit there and read for four hours? No, or no, no? I don't read. No, I just sort of <laughs> dicked around and... <laughs> <laughs> wasn't really sure what I was doing. I hate that stuff. MRIs were my, and I had a oh, thousand of them awful. over the journey. Yes. Yeah, in your little thing. Little Claustrophobic. Oh, I, hate, I genuinely hated it. I had to press the buttons a few times. He sure had to get sedated every time he went in there. <laughs> no, he, no, he did not. Dead set. Like really? They had traceable, and they'd shoot him in the neck. <laughs> You're kidding he'd go me. down, and then they'd put him on the thing, and then he'd wake up. Brilliant <laughs> stuff. Shoot him in the neck. Yeah, it was like a, a scene from the Serengeti. Um, <laughs> plenty going around, as we touched on. Tom Brown has actually quit. Football, so that's why we joke about that's Jay. And when I was on the plane, so you guys have just broken that news to me, by the way. We have broken that, yes. but I'm going to kick off. I want the new ball today for the three things that I learned over okay. the weekend, and I'm going to start with Saturday night and the pies, mm. in particular their coach. Yes, yeah. we have pumped this guy up oh. as much as we can, but every time he fronts the media, I fall in love with him yes. even more. Mm. I agree. Talking mm. after the game about how fun it was to see Braden Maynard mm-hmm. stir up a little bit of shit into the port, <laughs> port buying into it, and just embracing what that meant for the game. Yep. Him talking about his love for Ken Hinckley and yes. how he appreciates him and how he respects him and everything he does, and just his general demeanour about this is fun. He's- this- just a bloody good person. Mm. He just gets it. Yeah. Yep. Um, Is he the coach of the year? Yeah. Without a doubt, in Colin, my mind. Collingwood finished top of the ladder. Everyone yeah. picked him to slide this year. Well, Collingwood traditionally have been despised by everybody else, uh, you know, yeah. across the you, league unless you're a Collingwood love supporter. or hate. And yes. this year, Collingwood is everybody's second team. Yes. Yeah. And what they did on Mother's Day, um, you know, Darcy Moore, just everything is... 
contributing to yep. Collingwood being everyone's second team. And Craig McRae, I I had dealings with him when I first started working with Seven. As Mark <laughs> Howard, man. Mark Howard just wanders <laughs> past the king of podcasting himself. Just come in to just cast an eye over um, a podcast that he's chasing him down very quickly. So when I first started working at Channel Seven, yep, I had. The, I was the boundary rider in the VFL. So Craig McRae was then coach of the VFL side for Richmond. And just the time and the effort that he would still give to anybody, mm. me, I was like, you know, this young girl just starting off on the boundary, Channel 7, he'd come up and he'd say, oh, you're doing a really good job. And and just having a head coach come up and give you that kind of feedback. And, and I've loved him since that very first day that I met him. Yep. So now to see him, you know, the head coach of the Collingwood Football Club and what he's doing and the way that he's got this side playing, I absolutely love him. Every time I walk past him, say, g'day, Jay, shake my hand. Do you yep. know how many thousands of assistant coaches have walked straight past <laughs> me and like not even look at you? Like, even just, senior yeah. coaches yes. usually try and brush you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they, they Simon do. Simon Goodwin and you are going to punch on at nah, some point here. We're, hate you. We're tight. I got a photo of Simon last night. Big smile on his face. We're tight. <laughs> but uh, no, he he's incredibly. Um, well, I mean, he's just a father figure to so yeah. many people at Collingwood. Like when when all this Geordie Degoey stuff was happening last year, I was at the press conference. The first thing he said was, "I just want to hug him." Yeah, like that might have been the most powerful six to eight words mm. I've heard from a senior coach ever. I just want to hug him. And there was just that human connection. That's clearly what he has with all these troops. So I'm with you, Coach of the year, Craig McRae, the Pied Piper, we called him. What a man. Yeah, absolutely. My second point out of that game, and this one has really annoyed me and grated me. It's frustrating. And obviously the man at the centre of it is Willie Rioli and the abuse he copped on social media, mm. the racist tweets and the racist comments and the DMs that he received. So my gripe is going towards the AFL on this one. We have an integrity department that look mm. into it. They're also going to get outside source from cyber bullying and those sort of things. If this is to be taken seriously and they're putting life bans on, how hard is it to actually go in and find the IP address or whatever it is of these people who are no doubt creating fake accounts to hide behind? Yeah. Surely you have the technology in this day and age to figure out who these people are, Surely. where they live, and send a lawyer down or whoever you have to send down and say, you turd, you can have a life ban. Mm. We know who you are. You're not faceless. Piss off. Yeah. You're done. You are done. And therefore, that sends a message to anyone who wants to go down this route. You're done. We will find you and we will boot you out. Suck shit. You're never coming again. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. They're not doing enough. Exactly yeah. as you just said. And this happens too often. Far too often. Far too often. Once would be too often. Yeah. Uh, this happens nearly every weekend to our Indigenous players, yeah. our First Nation stars. They continue to cop it for no reason. Yeah. Uh, so I think the AFL, if they want to be serious about this, they can do more. Couldn't agree more, uh, Daisy. I didn't extrapolating this a little bit further, he did cop a two-match ban for the whack to Nathan Murphy. And then Nathan Murphy, because um, that, that seems to have been the incident which has prompted a lot of this. Yeah. There is no excuse for that, right? No. So everyone said that, that is absolutely irrelevant. This sort of racial abuse is unacceptable all the time, 100% of the time. So we get that. But taking this a little bit further, I didn't like the comments about how Nathan Murphy put mayo on it or exaggerated the slap across the face um, because any sort of open-handed slap to the head is a concussion risk. And if we're taking brain injury seriously, Nathan Murphy has got a concussion risk. Uh, I, I didn't like the fact that Nathan Murphy was accused of 
basically dropping and exaggerating and, and staging. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean no. that that MRO incident because all you know people may say, well, you know, he did this on the field. Yeah, I think that's no issue if you comment about yep. something that's happened on the field. Totally. That, that's you know, people. Andrew Gaff no doubt copped it for when he. Uh, Wobby gonged yeah. uh, Andy Brayshaw. Brayshaw. Mm-hmm. That, yep. No doubt, no worries about that. You know, if that's what it's going to float your boat. But yep. if you, as soon as you go down the race, religion, sexual orientation path, yep. you're done. That is it. That's how you stamp it out. That's how you cut it out. Full yep. stop. And then we can move on. And first and foremost, we send our love to Willie Rioli, yep. who's been going through a hell of a lot over the last few weeks as well. Just um, changed his name back too after the twelve months. Just changed his name back to period. Willie. Yes, um, but. Nobody should have to go through this, as you said. Um, credit to him. He came out yesterday and said, I don't want people to feel sorry for me, but we need to keep calling this out. Yep. And so credit to him for calling it out. Everybody's always going to back him up. 99.999% of people are here to support, whereas there is that unfortunate 0.01% of people who are absolute flogs and want to bring people down. And I don't know how many times I can say this, but I, I'm the very proud auntie to a couple of Indigenous boys, my little nephews. They don't even know what racism is, you know, but unfortunately, at some point in time along their little journeys, they're going to get exposed to it and that breaks my heart. Yeah. So I say thank you to Willie for calling this out, but to the AFL, you need to be doing more because this is not okay and we seem to be coming back here every couple of weeks. It's bullshit. Absolutely. They can certainly do more and we hope that they do whichever channels they go down. The last one, and this is the little teaser. This week looking forward, Friday night footy, always the biggest game of the round. We go to the MCG, 91, 2, 3, 5,000 as the Pies and the Blues Lock heads yep. in an absolute blockbuster. The Blues on fire. The Pies are white hot. The two games last year, the Pies knocked the Blues out of yeah. the finals with yep. a Jamie Elliott last minute goal. Yep. The Blues lose by four points earlier on in the season. This is mm. bums on seat sort of operation. Well, this could not be set up uh, any better, oh. as you just said. Well, you just set it up beautifully, Thank then, you. <laughs> Thomas. But. Carlton as well, sitting in ninth spot. They've won five on the trot. They must win, obviously, to enter the top eight. Percentage out of the Holy moly. I can't wait for Friday. Can I just, like, click my fingers Mm. and and jump there right now? But hopefully 90-plus thousand at the MCG. And and once again, in terms of the blue season, this game is crucial. Sure, certainly is. You're the only man in living history to play 100 games for Carlton and 100 games for Collingwood. The entirety of the world, Jay. What what are these games like? Like, this this is not a normal four-point game. This is something else. What is it like being out there, 95,000, when you've got these two traditional rivals going out? Well, I think... Carlton missed a trick earlier on in the year when this game came up. I think they just treated it like a normal game. They went out, they played nice, and they were five goals down in the blink for night. Yep. Mm. This needs to be given the respect in terms of preparation that it is and what it deserves. You need to get yourself in a hyped-up state yep. that this is 95,000, whatever that requires you to do, and you need to get that dog in you. Mm. You need to come dog. out and be ready D-A-W-G. to be A-W-G. Absolutely. You need to come out and be ready to and almost want <laughs> the first possession you have mm. to be a high ball out on the wing and just hope 15 <laughs> blows come and descend on you and absolutely knock the stuffing out of you. Uh-huh. And then you get up, you pop the chest out, and you just strut and say, what more? Yep. I it, love it. Is it a goosebump game? Oh, it is. Oh, it yeah. is. Yep. The running out in any, you know, 
big game, yeah. but this one particular, and these two clubs hate each other. Yeah. I've seen both of it, Jay. Yeah. When I was at Collingwood, they yeah. hated Carlton. When yeah. I was at Carlton, yeah. they hated Collingwood. They all hated me for a while. It, it's fine. <laughs> I understand that. This is going to be massive, oh. and I hope they absolutely, in the fairest way possible, not taking out a concussion, yes. punch the absolute <laughs> piss out of each other. King Charles as well, coming oh. in off the back of 10 Darcy goals. Moore goes to Charlie. Yep. Like, match up. Sure. Oh, holy yeah. moly. This yeah. is going to be awesome. I so like there's that. my top three Good. big takes. Love Abs, that. you can kick us off next. Yep. Okay. First and foremost, and this is not purely because I'm an Adelaide Crows supporter, right? Mm-hmm. But the Adelaide Crows are better than a 13th ranked side. Yep. True or false? Agree. Agree? I'm not so... Oh. Four points against the Ds yesterday. What's their percentage? One, one, three... 130. That's a high percentage for a team that's losing close games. But you look at their two games against Collingwood this year, decided by three points collectively. It was one point and two points. This side is on the upward trajectory. Matty Nix has them playing some incredibly exciting football, but uh, unfortunately that loss against GWS two weeks ago now, two rounds ago, um, that is completely and utterly stitched them up. And the one against the Bombers the week before that. Yeah. See, I, going into that game, I openly thought they might have been the fourth seed. Yeah. That was up for grabs. If mm-hmm. they had a rolled Essendon, then rolled the Giants, and then had an opportunity to roll the Ds, they would have cemented themselves as a clear finals contender, but yeah. also we'd take them more seriously. My concern with them is they haven't won these games, yeah. but next year... Can you rely on Tex Walker kicking another 50-odd goals? He's going to be a year older. Yeah. Does he continue to play? We hope so, but... He's probably over-delivered this year for but, what we were expecting. Exactly, but then, Walker. you know, you've got to then get uh, Fogarty to almost become the number one man. Is he ready? These are the concerns I have in around it. I hope that they do continue to improve. Yeah. But I'm not so sure. I think they might have missed a trick this year by losing so many close ones. Abs, I'm buying as much Adelaide stock as I can get. I'll yeah. take the low price in 13th spot. I'll take the 13 cents you're going to give me, and I'm going to buy a whole heap of it because they've got Phil Thorpe waiting in Phil the Thorpe. wings. I like him. Oh, Rankin, uh, Rankin and uh, Rochelle, um, yeah. I think they are they bat well above a 13th place side. They weren't in my eight to start the year. Yeah. No way. So um, I think they still get a big tick, a big pass mark for their – Season so far. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for backing me up there. Pleasure. pleasure. Number two. Yes. Now, I'm shattered. Oh. Will Ashcroft. Oh, yes. Absolutely shattered. Not only is he one of the favourites for the Rising Star this year, but he's a he's a great kid. Um, beautiful hair. Beautiful <laughs> hair. Beautiful hair. He definitely uses some Pantene Pro-V. And we thank <laughs> them for their ongoing sponsorship of the show. <laughs> But what does this do to the Brisbane midfield? Because this is a kid who Mm. debuted straight up. He's played every game since. He cracks in hard, in and under. He's been a pivotal part to their success in that midfield group this year. And now with him potentially missing 12 months of footy, well, he will miss 12 months of footy. It's a big loss. It's going to be a big loss, and we send all our best wishes to Will. Hopefully he's recovering already. He looks like a pro, so he'll be back bigger and better. Does he still win the Rising Star? I did look at the market for this last night in my job. Yep. He was a dollar forty, now out to a dollar ninety, and yep. she's was coming to two dollars. Yep. So if the she's has a dominant last five weeks, yep. it's going to be hard. Where does Mitch Owens sit in that? Oh, I place? like Owens. Me too. Yeah, I, I do too. But I think he's just a half rung behind those two mm. on consistency over the year. Yeah, I like okay. the ability, the fact that Owens can win the contested ball. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. easy about what he does, and he, he plays. Big, he's been in the ruck. I get all those things, mm. but um, the the midfield for Brisbane, I think though, and 
it's a shame that he's not going to be there, but they have options. That's that's the luck of and the beauty of how deep that midfield is. You can find someone to come in. Zorko's been playing half forward. He's a bona fide mid. Yep. Yeah. You can shuffle the magnets a little bit to cover. Yes, he might not have the class of uh, a Will Ashcroft and what he's going to be capable of doing, but unfortunately for Will, you can be replaced. Does he midfield. still win goal of the year as well? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That one's if he locked does, and loaded. Yeah, that's locked. Okay. Third and final point. And yes. you're either going to love this or hate it. Oh. Let's be honest, he's going to love it. Mm. But you made your debut in the specials chair oh, for Channel 7. Good, Daisy. On Saturday night over at Adelaide Oval. Yes. Um, I thought you were bloody brilliant. Yep. Um, you were articulate. Yes. You were charismatic. You're witty, and we love that about you. But I thought you just added so much on Saturday night. And you have obviously previously done the boundary for Channel 7 this year, but it was your debut in the specials chair, and I thought I you were excellent. You. I appreciate you. That's very kind because I do get nervous about this stuff, Jay. Daisy. As much as I carry myself as a big confident guy, these things I get a little bit nervous in and around, and you want to do a good job. Yeah. I, I pride myself on trying to prepare to do a good job, but you never know. You, you, might, so good. you might have a shocker. I so even flicked you a text on Saturday night. You did. Said very you were excellent. Daisy, the best thing about you, my friend, better than anything you do, you've ever done on the field, is that you have this incredible ability to make everyone else around you feel so much better about themselves. Everyone lifts when they are around you, and that comes through the TV screen, my friend. So there you go. That's why That's why we love you, and we can feel Aww. that love through the screen. This has made me feel all warm and fuzzy. If I start <laughs> crying, we might need to cut. Hey, that's a good start from you. I really do appreciate that, yeah. and from you too as well. Hang around after the break. Jay-Z really will bring his, things down a level. He's going to really take all the air out of this balloon. Not at all. He is an absolute star. There'll be three points from him. The three big headlines of the week that you need to know. This is the Footy Talk Podcast. Let's keep it rolling on the Footy Talk Podcast, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. Proudly brought to you by Nissan, TaylorMade, Adidas, Carlton Draft and any other brand that I bloody love. We love this. Jay-Z Clark, the ball is with you now. We've come in, we've rolled them, Abby and I. We've got them six for bugger all. It's your turn to come in and clean up the table. Oh, thank you, Daisy. I'm a Lululemon man. I think their uh, clothing are active. My running shorts, my legs feel all, I don't know. I brokered that deal for you. This is why I thank you for it. This is you're good at everything, Daisy. Stevie J dropped it on uh, the Sunday rub, and then I got a DM. Mm. What about Lulu? From Lulu, from a lady at Lulu, and next minute they've sent us all this gear. Quality, quality (laughs) garments. Hey, um, I think the big story out of the weekend has been the tide that has turned in the Melbourne forward half. You know when you go at the beach and then the tide goes out and then you just the water gets creeps slowly, slowly closer to your towel and you got to move your towel. That's what's happening in the Melbourne forward line because between rounds ten and sixteen they average about sixty six points a game and everyone thought, oh, how come Melbourne can't score? Enter um, Simon Goodwin, who gets his little Rubik's Cube and just and click, changes things a little mm. bit, right? Gorney's the number one ruckman. Down to the two, see a Brody Grundy. Petrarca goes forward. They play with a little bit more speed. And over the past three weeks, the Demons have gone. That average was 64 points. That tide has come right in. Those all, country road towers are getting wet. They've, oh. No, they've moved. They've, we've had to move the towers, but exactly. They've now <laughs> averaged something like 95 points, 95, 96 points over the past three weeks. And that's the only, only missing link, isn't it, Demons fans? You love your defence with May and Lever. The midfield's got all the talent in the world. It's can you connect in the forward half? 
and that tide has turned, uh, my friend. So what will they do with Brody Grundy? I think that's still a bit of a watch and see. Max Gorn told me in the Melbourne rooms last night he will get his chance, but will he take his chance, Dale Thomas? Well, if you looked in the corner and you saw a preacher with a wig on and a moustache, you know yep. what that would be? That'd be a blessing in disguise. And the, <laughs> and the fact that Bailey Fritch went down up yes. in Darwin with his foot yep. meant they had to look. They had to go, right, we need to reshuffle things. Yes. So even now, I could see when he comes back in, the yes. forward line being Fritch, yep. Melksham, who's doing enough to hold his spot, yep. Petrarca, yep. Smith, yes. Cozzy Pickett, oh. a real small ball Van forward Royen? line. And then Van Royen. So not... The tallest one there would be Van Royen, who's 193-ish. Yes. Not yes. the biggest. Like a yeah. my check. But, yeah. So Ben Brown, unfortunately, didn't have an impact yesterday. He had a stinker. Smith, who came on, had an impact. He did. Mm. And then you get Fritch, you get Malksham, and you get Petrarca, who yep. all bring something. Yeah. I like that. And the Smith sub I like because he's got spring. So, yeah. you, know, you know, in the last quarter, can you jump as high as you used to? I'm not like it. He, he get tired. He can. Is his dad the um, – Yes. Yeah, who took the hanger? Yes. Sean Smith. So he's got the pop. Oh, yeah. Up at the gabatoire. Yeah, yeah. So are we feeling more – do we feel like we've got more faith in the Demons after the past couple of weeks? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But, yes. We've seen what Track did when he went forward as well. Yeah. Like, they've just got options. Yes. Which is good. Uh, yeah, and I love we spoke to Adam Uze yesterday. He said – we've, we've put – Brody back to the twos because he needs to learn about playing forward. Yeah. And it's unfair to do that to him in the AFL when he's coming up against literally the best defenders. How did he go? He kicked one goal three, I think. Well, that was to three-quarter time. He was okay. So the first headline is tide turn. The second one is the old ice skating rink, Marvel Stadium. If you haven't caught up with the news, Ross Lyon has gone. He was cuddly Ross. He's now Bunter Ross because he's (laughs) gone crazy at uh, the AFL and the Marvel Stadium ground management for leaving the roof open, which made the ground wet for their close win over North Melbourne um, on Sunday. He said the ball's like a cake of soap. Both sides were affected. How hard can it be to shut the roof? The roof. with Ross. The The roof roof is... uh, on fire. He's shut. So, um, <laughs> we don't and it's a colorbond roof too. So I thank them <laughs> yes. for their ongoing sponsorship of the show. But can I ask you, is it harder to play at Marvel? Tell us, Dale Thomas, oh. is it harder to play at Marvel Stadium than it is at the MCG? And why he said it's car park hard. Explain to us, car park hard is at Marvel Stadium. Well, firstly from Ross, brilliant. Yes. This is the greatest deflection of all time. We came out and we didn't play very well. So let's blame something and create the narrative around that. But it is a fair point because the surface at Marvel, Mm -hmm. and they've had to do it. It's an inside stadium, so they've always got the heat lamps on. They have to get some sort of natural light in there at some point. They shouldn't then, because they water the grass as well. So then it gets slippery. And I think the roof open is almost an effort to dry it. Yes. If it rains, whatever, it is horrible. It is too hard. The bottom base, and not saying that I'm anyway a, a horticulturalist or a groundskeeper, it's sandy. So the, the grass doesn't want to grow, and then it's bloody hard concrete. I would pull up, probably take two or three days extra after you play at Marvel. You're kidding me. And that would be universal across the board. You'd be more, way more sore. Comfortably more sore. Ankles, and I had bad ankles. Ankles, shins and knees, yeah. and then also the muscles, mm. especially legs. You're comfortably 48 to 72 hours behind in your preparation for the next week. generally with the Marvel game, you, you go there thinking this is going to be quick, it's a fast deck, it's dry. Whereas, yeah, if you open the roof, let it pour and then shut it and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah not about it. I'm so with Ross. I, I'm with Ross too. Um, gee, Brett Ratton really would have loved to win in this one, wouldn't he? Could you have... Can you buy that stadium for a dollar or did the AFL buy it for a dollar? They bought that for a dollar, I think. <laughs> like yeah. a, a, the actual contract was one dollar. Yeah. Still cost them a little bit. I would have paid two. To run. <laughs> My third one is... I um, wouldn't have. 
We will park the media bus, always interest, at Icon Park this week because the third headline track watch, big track watch happening at Icon Park this week because their star midfield ball winners are all under a bit of a cloud. So that's where we'll all, that's where all the cameras, the helicopters, we might get a cloud. Yes, you like that. There'll be a helicopter out there circling to see if Patrick Cripps is running after missing with the uh, Corky. Corky, you reckon? He missed against West Coast with the Corky. What do you think it is, I was 100% management. He might have had a slight Corky. If that yeah. was a grand final, he would have played every day of the week. He would have played. Let's give him a little bit of a freshen up. You yeah, know? that's uh, and same with Chera. Yes, the so, I, they missed the trick though with not resting Walsh. Well, who did his hamstring? Hindsight twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So they smashed West Coast. So maybe just smart management there from uh, the Blues. Adam Chera, he's got uh, hamstring tightness. They're saying he will have to uh, get through training this week. Jack Silvani, unfortunately, jarred knee. So he may not be out there either. Matty always might come back in. But there is going to be a big focus on what happens because they will need to beat. Can can a half-strength Carlton? No. Has they got any chance of no. beating Carlton? They no. have to be. Yeah, they got to be full strength. Right up. So they need a Cripper out there. And has he been carrying – has he had a bit of an ankle? He's, he hurt his ankle, I think, in Sydney. Right. And he has been carrying it, but no yep. doubt managing his way through games. In the last month in particular, when they've gotten better, it's a large deal to do with the way he's been playing. He's been – behind Nick Dacos, probably the number two player in the competition. He's the one who can put the shoulders out and just yep. run through blokes on the weekend. He, yep. We've seen him put the side on his back before. Yeah. So it's going to be an absolute beauty. You'll be doing great job for Channel 7. Yes. 95,000 expected. I'm going to sit MCG. in the crowd right. and – have myself an enjoyable time. Will you? I'm going to go along with a couple of mates yeah. and sit there as a genuine punter. I'm going yeah. to take two scarves and yes. whoever loses, I'll throw the other one out <laughs> and say that is my team <laughs> ongoing. The cameras will be on you for sure if that happens, Dale Thomas. So uh, there you go. Uh, any MRO before we wrap? Um, it will be a big week in the MRO front because... So Willy Rioli too? Yes. No and, challenge? Well, they may challenge to downgrade because they've got the um, showdown this Saturday, which is absolutely massive. Ned Reeves got a one week for dumping S- Ivan Ivan Soldo. So... Sam Petreski Seton. Oh, I Seton? think I think he's got a cop or two. I think that was pretty clear cut. But I think if anyone challenges, it'll be Willy Rioli on the uh, face slap. But as we said earlier... I don't think the AFL hates these head whacks, particularly when they're off the ball like that one was. No, very good. Hey, team, absolutely awesome. What a start to your footy talking week. Well done to you, Abs. Have yourself a wonderful week, Jay-Z. You are a star as always. Good luck at Channel 7 with your new job. (laughs) Tomorrow it'll be Joey and Rui talking at the St Kilda Mafia are back. But Super Blues fan Dave Hughes will be wandering in just to hype up what is going to be a massive clash. This has been the Footy Talk podcast. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Listener.